Uh, do you want to play uh, five things? Well, we haven't played five things in five Let's years. Let's play seven things. Why? It's different. Okay. So the way it works is I say, Henry, give me seven, and then you start, right? This is how we do it in Cold Town, and you just say things quickly. My face was bleeding earlier today. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I don't know why. I was, like, scratching it while I was in the class. I was like, there's blood on my finger. What did I do? Also, I'm dealing with some pretty serious toenail stuff right now. disappeared five and a half years later that plane re-emerged welcome to the one and only manifest podcast also known as zero credits the show where we talk about things i'm your captain henry and i'm co-captain john and together we're henry and john coming back after five years in the air it's really been a long time. It really has been. And we're recording this on the day after the season, series premiere of NBC's new hit mystery show, Manifest. Oh, so, oh, okay. So we're in the air, and we are also talking about a show which I presume the premise of which is uh, the harrowing tale that we have just lived. Yes, exactly. Um... And uh, even though it's only, it's been less than 24 hours, the Hulu ads are already calling the Manifest America's next obsession. I, uh, I feel like I should trust Hulu ads more than anything. Uh, better than YouTube ads, which try to trick me into getting loans. I know nothing about this show other than what I see in the 20 second, 15 second clips that play in between segments of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, of which I'm watching. Yeah. But all I can say is, what a crappy show. <laughs> I've I've seen nothing about Manifest. I'm blessed by not having Hulu. Your <coughs> your ignorance is my envy. Actually, someone just gave me a Hulu password, so I better watch all of Dragon Ball Super. Oh, is that on Hulu? Maybe. I feel like maybe it is. There is a lot of anime. I just never really go there because I'm sharing my account with my fiance's mother. Oh, you don't want her to know that you watch anime. I watched JoJo. Jojo's yeah. Bizarre Adventure a few times, and I'm like, mm, I wonder... <laughs> she came, she came up to you and she was like, hey, watch some episodes of that uh, historical drama you like a lot. <laughs> she walked up and she was like, oh my god! <laughs> oh boy. That's my Jojo impression that, of one of the Jojos. You know, have you heard about that uh, new show they're saying, America's Next Top Sensation? Oh, that's my Jojo. That's my Jojo. Oh, man. Let's return to center, John. We haven't done a perfectly normal episode in quite some time. Uh, damn near two months. Damn near two months. Eight weeks, for those of you counting. And we have forgotten exactly what we do in this show. What yeah, do we do? I, I feel like I, I took some notes... Uh, I lost them on the way here, but I was reviewing them in the car, which is really not safe because Texas is a hands-free state. Uh, but I, so it says that we talked about something, 
And it uh, it referenced a ghost. Yeah, we talk about ghosts. We talk about ghosts. Now, that's funny, because I, I took some notes, and I read them on my couch on my way here uh-huh. to the couch where we are. But I also lost the notes, because like something weird happened with my phone. The screen's all cracked. All I could make out was the word time. Time. This so- is the most belabored joke <laughs> It's the time to talk about ghosts. It's I remember, the, yeah. I actually do remember flipping over my notes, and it said, uh, just an excuse to talk about anime and video games. Exactly. <laughs> That's the real tagline of the show. I don't know if our fans have ever done this, but if you read in between the letters of the show where we talk about things, it just says anime and video games. Yeah, you really need to do, you really need to do, Oh boy, I forgot to do my vocal warm-ups. Do you mind if I indulge myself? <laughs> you want to do this on air? Yeah, I just need to... We can cut this out later. Uh, I just need to do my vocal warm-ups. Alright, go ahead. Hey, Henry. Hi, John. I've been watching a little anime called Full Metal Alchemist lately. Oh, that's a good one. Are you watching the actual Full Metal Alchemist, or are you watching Brotherhood? I'm watching Brotherhood. Okay. And my vocal warm-ups are complete. Nice. And I was going to say, you really need to read between the lines. Of what? What you read. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know, just words? Just words and B- stuff. Between every line, whenever there's two lines on top of each other, there are secret letters in between them. <laughs> it's like even in the road when you're driving in between those lines? There's a lot of subtext in the road. Oh, by Cormac McCarthy? Yeah. Wow. No, there isn't. That's a very straightforward book. Did you know if you're driving on the road... And you, uh... The you, book? No, no, no. The road. Like, uh, the the urban freeway. And you look between the, uh, the dots. Yeah. There's actually the entirety of Cormac McCarthy's The Road on one side. And on the other side, it plays America the Beautiful. Interesting. All right. We talk about things that are happening in the popular culture and or news and or world and or video games and or anime today. Yes, not in the past. <laughs> not in the past. We try to keep it current, although we, we have eight months to catch up on, and we're just going to fast forward through that right now. Yeah, so uh, I think that uh, rapid fire style, Henry will tell you everything that happened in the last eight months. All right, here eight, I go. Eight months, you said, by the way. <laughs> I, meant eight, I meant eight weeks. I meant eight weeks, not eight months. I'll tell you everything that happened in the past eight weeks in a fast forward motion right now. Here we go. Donald Trump's penis. That's pretty much it, actually. Yeah. I do want to talk about mushrooms, John. Oh? Because something that's happening right now as we speak is that the internet artists of the internet, the internet artists of the internet, Uh are taking their pens to paper and they're pinning a new fan-created character in the Mario universe. Oh, are we talking about Bowsette? I'm talking, of course, about Bowsette. Man, I feel like in terms of the characters, we can explain what Bowsette is. It's Peach plus Bowser. Well, see, what happened was, about two weeks ago, Nintendo had a Direct, and which is like a little conference they do on their YouTube page, where they announced that they're going to port over new Super Mario Bros. Wii U to the Switch. They're calling it New Super Mario Bros. U, and it's gonna be on the Switch. Uh-huh. Not the Wii U? Not the Wii U. <laughs> I don't know. They're keeping the U, which is confusing. But 
and, and they wanted to revamp one of the characters. They used to be, it, it you could play as four characters. Uh huh. You got Mario, mm-hmm. you got Luigi. Mario. <laughs> no. Mario, Luigi. Mario. Stop it! Mario. Mario. <laughs> you got M, <laughs> Luigi, uh-huh. Blue Toad, and Yellow Toad. Uh huh. Well, they got rid of one of the toads. Oh no! And they put in t- Toadette. The oh. girl Toad. Uh-huh. That and, makes sense. And Toadette can get a power-up that turns her into Peachette, which is a weird Toad-based Peach. Uh-huh. And so the internet was like, well, what if other people get this power-up? What if everyone got Peachified? What if specifically Bowser got this power-up? What if Mario fucked Bowser? <laughs> <laughs> that's where it went! Really? That, if you read between the lines, that's what Mario has been about this whole time. <laughs> it, took two, it took two weeks for people to connect the dots to Toadette turning into Peachette to Mario fucking Bowser <laughs> who looks like Peach. Yeah. I would, uh... It's the most bizarre thing! It's... I I had no idea that's where Bowsette came from. Yeah. Bowsette was one of those things that I had exposure to through Twitter. And I was like, that's cool that this exists. I'm not going to read too much into why it exists. Because usually the answer to that is something bad. Yeah. This is, this is delightful. It's the, it's it's rooted in, in the world's lore. <laughs> but it's also kind of creepy. Why are they doing that? I think, uh... It's kind of weird to have a power-up that, like... Turns you into a different that person. That turns you into a different person. That's kind of weird. I mean, they don't have a, ba- a like, a mario fi Like, you don't get Todario. <laughs> no, yeah, there's no Todario. There's no Barrio. <laughs> <laughs> no Mario. Which is, of course, Blue Toad. Now, of course, between Blue and Yellow Toad, which one did they nix? I think they nixed Yellow Toad. Justice for Yellow Toad. I know. But Hashtag. of course, there's a reason, of course, why they get rid of Yellow Toad because of the the negative uh, coverage he's getting in the press lately for certain uh, celebrity likenesses. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. That's the that's another weird. What? Don't drag. Don't don't drag Toad into this. Don't drag my childhood into your weird porn star s not esque. She was a porn star, right? I believe so. Porn star feud with the current president of the United States. Look, I think that uh, whatever, I think politics are really silly and kind of reality showy right now. Oh, for man. a lot of reasons. Oh, yeah. For a lot of reasons that aren't uh, in the general public's best interest. Yeah. But I mean, at the very least, don't drag Toad into this. You could drag any fictional mushroom-based character into this. But Toad has been put upon. Toad has a lot of ideological weight on his shoulders. Like his hat. His head is a hat. His head is a hat, or is it hair? Is he an actual mushroom? Toad has been shit on for the entirety of the Mario franchise. Toad deserves his moment in the sun. I have not seen Toadette, by the way. Oh, she's pink and has little braids. Okay. Now, just to demonstrate how easy it is to just come up with another mushroom-based fictional character, I'm gonna have John just list them off (laughs) one after the other with no pausing or spaces. Go ahead, John. Uh, the bad guys from The Last of Us. Uh, the sport, the the mushroom guy from Alice in Wonderland. There's a mushroom guy in Alice in Wonderland. That guy from The Beatles, John Lennon. You mean the caterpillar? Yeah. Who gives Alice mushrooms? Yeah, there's a mushroom in there somewhere. Yeah, she eats it and she goes smaller. And then there was Blue Toad. (laughs) So you would have been okay. 
<laughs> if she would have said Blue Toad from New Super Mario Bros. <laughs> Wii U. Yes. You, the port for the Switch, coming in 2019. If she had said that, I would have been significantly happier about it. Now, of course, I appreciate putting in Toadette. Wait. What's up? It's like Smurfette. No, no, no. I get that. No, So Toadette yeah. can... Turn to Peachify. Peach. Yeah, Peachette. Peachette. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Hold on. I want to break down this naming convention. So it is Peach. Yeah. I have I have etymological issues. Toadette turns into Peachette. Yes. Right? You replace you the Peachify toad- yeah. Toadette, Peachette. But you say Bowsette. It's not Bowsette. It's, it's Peacher. Yeah, Peacher. Or, or Peacher. Peachzer. Peacher. Yeah. You're, you're exactly right. The, etymologically speaking. You replace the first part of the name. Yeah. And I said, I, you, it would be a Peachario. <laughs> a Peachigi. A Peachy. That sounds a little, mm, I don't know about that. But of course, if, if Blue Toad were to become Peach, it would be Blue Chode. <laughs> God damn it. No, Peachode. Peachode. Blue Peachode. <laughs> Blue Peachode is how uh, it would have to be. And of course they're expanding it. There's already there's booette. Huh? Like a boo. Oh, okay. Like a ghost. So is that like a femme boo? Like a like a sexy ghost. <laughs> okay. Like a sexy ghost. Sure. Ghostbusters. Sure. I just like the tiny backpack because it reminds me of Bone Bone. Backpack? I so are you uh, thinking of Captain Toad? No, no, no. Bowsette has like a little sh- oh, backpack, the, she- the yeah. shell, shell backpack. Reminds me of Bone Bone. What's Bone Bone? He's a celebrity cat. I don't even know why I ask questions. <laughs> There's a celebrity cat. There's a celebrity cat named Bone Bone. We won't get into on the podcast. <laughs> We're on the podcast. <laughs> uh, anyway. I can't believe we've talked about that for so long. Well, I mean, it's what's happening right now. It is. I mean, I've been exposed to Bowsette. So I, and I try to keep away from most things. So it's, it's understandable if there's a lot of people out there who are listening to this who might have had some amount of Bowsette exposure. And I'm glad that we were able to be their lifeline on it, the Bowsette craze. And it also crossed over and went, you know. It's rare that video games and politics ever cross paths when Jack Thompson's not involved. Yeah. <laughs> Is he still alive? I think he was disbarred. Oh, great. Um, so I just thought it was a good moment to, you know, work in current politics that aren't inflammatory, question mark. I feel like with, with, every, with everything that's going on, the Super Mario Extended Universe is hella horny right now. There's a lot of sexual energy in the Mario universe that didn't exist a few weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks ago, to be exact. Yeah, two weeks ago, things changed forever. Who knew that all all that was stopping an entire populace of people from looking at Bowser with lustful eyes <laughs> was the fact that he didn't look like Peach? Yeah, really, I, I feel like with everything that's happened, it's like when you go into like a native population... And introduce like uh, like weaponry or or concepts of wealth, and you decimate it. When you take the Mario universe and you introduce the the disease of horny, maybe it all collapses from within, like a neutron star. Yes, I'm smart. Ah, uh, Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah, Ros- Rosalina. I wonder if she can become. You mean Peachalina? <laughs> Peachalina. 
which is just her growing longer hair and changing her dress into a pink dress. Yep. A tiny shell backpack. And a tiny shell backpack. Let's let's jump off the ship. Let's jump off the ship as one would do in Super Mario World 3 on an airship level. Yeah. Mario. I know I know shit about Mario. You don't know anything about Mario? No, I know a lot about Mario. Oh. I, I didn't say I don't know shit about Mario. I said I know shit about Mario. That makes me think that you don't know. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Can we unpack this? If you say I don't know shit about this, you're saying you don't know anything. Yes. And if you say I know shit about this, you're also saying you don't know anything. Yeah, but if you say, like, I know jack shit about something. You also don't know it. Exactly. That's so... You're just leaving out the jack. You're... Okay, I know about Mario. Shit. <laughs> God damn it. I hate these normal episodes. This is... We're, 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 we're spiraling, John. We, we are. To, we are. I said we were going to return to center. Okay, so I know that we talked about what's been happening politically, uh, but I do want to talk about something on this podcast because I've been uh, ripping raring to talk about it the whole time we've been covering the FAQ. And that's Manifest, the new <laughs> NBC mystery drama. America's hottest outrageous... I'm kidding. Let's go. Uh, so I, I think that a lot has been happening in the world. And uh, I, I don't know. Like I said, politics can be kind of... Uh, sticky. They can be kind of sticky. Like much a like, web. Much like Toad. Like a uh, spider's <laughs> web. Uh, and I think that something that is serving as uh, an elixir to our times, uh, as a snake medicine to our wounds, is of course Sony's... PlayStation 4's Insomniac Games's Marvel's Spider-Man. Like a spider's sticky web. Like a... You know, Spider-Man's probably the stickiest superhero. You're probably right. Because he always webs up them bad guys. Really, his his main power is stickiness. It's not even his power. That's just an invention he made. He sticks to walls. Oh, yeah, His web sticks to things. But see, his web is, is an invention, but him sticking to walls is true. So you, I'll give you half credit. Okay. I meant power not in a superpower way, but in, oh. he has power like an army would have power if it had cannons. And he is like a one-man army because he can take bad guy after bad guy all day and he keeps on swinging, pun intended. Uh, so Marvel Spider-Man for the PlayStation 4, I believe, and nothing else uh exclusivity there is a video game that i've enjoyed and paid full retail price for for a lot of reasons that i kind of want to talk about on the podcast kind of uh outside of the quality of it as a game but i understand that you bought it as well yes i paid a discounted price because i'm part of best buys discontinued gamers club rewards program oh, grandfathered in with those gamer bucks yeah i got 20 percent discount bought a coke with it only 54 bucks walked out like a champion and uh, i too want to talk about it for various reasons but i'll let you start because you have been champing at the bit to talk about this game even threatening to disrupt the fuck you yeah to do so and i'm just carrying on that tradition of saying fuck you in every episode uh the sanctity of the fuck you was almost ruined by the fact that i wanted to say that spite the marvel's uh spider-man for the playstation 4 is very good um oh is that it probably one of the best games i've played in a long time there was a moment in the first few hours of playing this game just between you and me fam fams where you have to do this thing where you have to clear a base of like bad guys 
And I used a different method of just inoculating each one of these bad guys. And I said out loud to an empty room and to Peter Parker, who was a digital man, I said, this is the most fun I've had probably all year with a video game. You're, you're not wrong. In a lot of ways, uh, that we can get into the, the game feels really nostalgic in a sad way because I'm reaching a point in my life. And this is maybe the first instance where this is true. I can be nostalgic for things that don't feel like they were a long time ago, but are absolutely a long time ago. Like uh, large single-player story-driven video games uh, with collectibles and an open world. Yeah, I mean, there's those types of games are a dime a dozen. However, usually they're not done to this level of quality. Usually they're not done. I mean, I I almost feel as though, and and this is a joke that's maybe in poor taste with the recent closure of Telltale Games. Oh no, uh, which we won't get into because we don't have time. Because I have a lot of feelings about it, but they should just shouldn't have done that. I almost feel as though people were locked in a room, which they weren't. Everyone was really happy to work on this game. I feel like people were locked in a room and this game is like a diamond because they said this is going to be the scope of it. We have defined the boundaries and now color inside those lines with a massive team on almost unlimited budget because it's Insomniac Games, which is a huge success, plus being paid by Sony for exclusivity. They put a huge unbelievable amount of effort and love and detail into this game that is i i have beaten it and i will still see things where i'm like how yeah how did someone spend enough time on this thing that this is a consideration they spent so much detail and love and even like took in fan request to the point that one guy Got a marriage proposal put into the game. Now, unbeknownst to the devs, they that couple had broken up. Regardless, they did that, and that's pretty neat. They did. Uh, patch it out. <laughs> but I... You think I, they would? They've offered to. Oh, yeah? They reach out to the guy, and they're like, hey, we can patch this out if it's, like, bad. Uh, but it's... Uh, it, it's pretty funny. The, the game makes me so, so happy. Yeah. It, it makes me so happy... Because it's not anything more than what I expected, uh, in terms of scope. But it's, it's definitely one of those, like, don't look farther away, look closer things. Like, for example, I don't know if you've played around with the fact that you can just take Spider-Man pictures. Yeah, you can just take selfies. You can take selfies and there's a very fully featured photo mode. Do yourself a favor the next time you're playing it. Switch between a couple different costumes and look at the web shooters. They're all different. The web shooters are all totally different, totally homogenous to the costume, uh, completely, like, uh, authentic to if it's a comic book costume for how it worked, and the, it's fucking nuts. I noticed that when I put on the punk rocker Spider-Man suit, and they were like huge bracelets. Yep. Like a punk rocker might wear. It's, uh, and to be honest with you, there's two things that, I love about this game and made me stop playing and freak out and be like, this is the best thing that I've seen all year. Number one is just how it plays. And we don't need to talk about that because it's like not, it's impossible to enumerate the ways that I enjoy it, but also I don't have the vocabulary to say why it's good. 
Let me just say, in a word, it's smooth as a spider's silk. It is smooth as a spider's silk, and it's tight as a... Spider's butt. (laughs) It's tight as a spider's butt. Put that sizzle quote on the box. Uh, And the second thing I will say is when I opened up the costumes menu, and there are a bunch of different Spider-Man costumes you can choose, I was instantly time machine-like transported into the past into a past where john's favorite superhero was spider-man for a long time uh i've read hundreds of issues of that comic uh and played most of the video games in my youth and seeing all of these costumes that i remember being in comic books and movies and just video games that I've played, and it all came rushing back to me, and it made me very happy. The only thing I'm sad about, I don't know if this is true yet, I haven't beaten the game, I haven't locked all, unlocked all the suits yet, is I haven't seen hide nor hair of the amazing Bagman yet. Oh, the bombastic Bagman? Yeah. Uh... They're working on it. They are? Yes. That's amazing. They, I need they, that in my life. They said unprompted that they want to put Bombastic Bagman in the They game. need to, because uh, he's bombastic. But when you first look at the first slate of costumes you can unlock, and the Scarlet Spider Ben Riley is in there from the poorly received uh, clone arc of, yeah. of Spider-Man. Turns out he was a clone the entire time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. That game's real good. But they even had, like, noir Spider-Man. Yeah, that's like Spider-Man one the, noir. One of the first few costumes, I was like, all right, we're getting at it, aren't, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. The first five things you look at are all Spider-Man deep cuts. All right, let's go. Yeah. Oh, boy. And I think we're cracking down on the, what makes a successful Spider-Man story formula. And the first thing that I, like, I guess the biggest thing is you skip the origin story. Yes. We it, all kind of know it by now. The, uh, the introduction to that game is totally breathless. It starts, you, you know what has happened because you are a human being who exists in society and you know what the origin story of Spider-Man is and we are running. Yeah, we're off and running, taking down a, a bad guy that if you, you've had experience with some Marvel media before you know and it's kind of like, yeah, get into it. It, it's perfectly paced to begin with and I think that maybe it has some pacing problems in the story later. Uh, but it starts knowing, it starts with the exact right amount of information. Yeah. It's like, you know what's going on. Let's go. You're Spider-Man. We have, we have no interest in telling a story you've heard before, which, yeah. boy, what a smart move to make this not take place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, not take place in the comic book continuity, but retell the story of Spider-Man, changing around certain things to make it more applicable and dynamic for 2018. Changing around characters' roles, dynamics, relationships in such a way that, like, you know who these characters are, but you don't know what the boundaries of that relationship is. Yeah. Oh, uh, what they did with Mary Jane is so smart. Pretty amazing. They're like, um, what Mary Jane wanted to be a singer and an actress and no. a model in the comics. No. Now she wants to be a Daily Bugle. Yeah, she took that away from Peter because Peter was always this... Let's be, let's be fair. Spider-Man has been put upon with like various roles. Is he a reporter? Is, is he, he a superhero? Scientist? Is he a scientist? Is he Christ? Is he poor? 
Is he rich? Yes, he's is, always poor. Is he Tony Stark? He's always been poor. He's all, He always will be poor. Uh, That's the one constant in this world. That is something that uh, I love about Spider-Man, is he's the most relatable superhero because he's the only superhero with three jobs who still can't pay his bills. Yeah, who still, he still gets evicted. Yeah. he. There's multiple quips in the game where he's like, yeah, being a superhero pays less than minimum wage. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's very humanizing. It's great. I really like that video game, and I would highly recommend that anyone play it. And it's very exciting, the words coming out of Insomniac's mouth right about now. Because they're, they're saying how we originally pitched this to Sony is, we want this game to be what Iron Man was for the MCU. Yeah, we, we want to... Like, open up the world of superhero video games and be like, hey, this isn't something that has to be beholden to any, like, continuity. We want this to be its own thing that exists in this, like, bespoke Marvel's universe of video games. And it, it, uh, the way they pitched how these games are going to work is so exciting to me. Because they were like, we're going to release a full game that is a full story. It has a beginning and an end. And then at the end of that, we're going to release three pieces of downloadable content that will total $30 if you buy them all as they come out. And that will have a story equal in length to the one you just played. And that is going to happen slowly over time until the next one comes out. Yeah. It's so smart. It's, uh, it's I trust should, them so much. It's how you should do DLC. And there was a tiny bit of backlash because they announced the DLC before the game came out. Yeah. But it, it's just dumb. It's It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, people are like, oh, why don't you release a finished game? And the, the writers were like... We are. We did. We're, we're, we're gonna... going to. It's it's Everything is going to be in the game. It's just we want to add on to it and we want to kind of drive up sales for like... We don't want people to be hoodwinked later and say, you're charging me too much for this thing. Yeah. So it's like if you buy the deluxe version now, mm-hmm. you get the stuff later. You get the stuff later at a discount. Yeah. They would have faced a bigger backlash if all of a sudden they came out with... Like, the game's been out for three months, and they come out with a deluxe edition that's going to come with $30 of DLC, people would have been livid. Yeah, I I like that up front they were like, we we care about how long it takes to live through this story, and we want to provide that experience to you twice. Yeah. That's it. We we want you to have that same experience twice, move on to the next one. And, And, like, they announced it the week that the game was coming out. The game's done. Yeah. It's just, just because you're not playing it yet doesn't mean they're working on it to the last second. And I can see where people come from on that stuff because I was weirdly worried about that because I'm like, oh, there's so much DLC that, like, is already showing up on the store. Is this going to be even a game? It's like, oh, it is. It's yeah. m- it's more video game than I've played in, like, two years. This isn't Street Fighter V that are released with, like, 16 out of the 50 characters. Yeah. This is this is more like uh early like uh an obsidian fallout game. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's less DLC and more expansion packs. Exactly, like Diablo. Yeah. The Throne of Ball. The Throne of Balls. <laughs> the Throne of Balls. What a weird turn. What a weird turn Bethesda took there. They really did. Uh but yeah, Spider-Man's so good. 
Spider-Man's so good because it reminds me of a time before the Marvel Cinematic Universe. A pure time when superheroes could... Man, my voice is cracking. Superheroes weren't as mainstream as they are now. When they weren't as mainstream and when they could weave in and out of being parts of larger stories. Because now if you're in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you're in it to win it. You're part of the bigger thing, whether you like it or not. But Spider-Man could just have an arc. Have an arc that's away from everything else and have this pure, condensed story. But apparently Marvel's doing some Marvel shit where they're, like, putting a name on the Earth that this Spider-Man game takes place in. Is it Earth 616? It's not original Earth. Whatever. Because I know that they had a crisis of Earths. Wasn't that DC? I think think that both of them had a massive coming to center from crazy splintered universes. Well, yeah, but I think DC's was called Crisis's... There, there was Secret like, Wars was one of that's them? That's Marvel. Okay. But DC had Crisis on Two Earths, and then Crisis on More Earths, and then Crisis <laughs> on on Infinity Earths. Yes. Which boiled it down to, oh, there's only 52. There's only 52 Earths. <laughs> uh, Multiverse stuff is kind of dumb. It's really dumb. Just tell stories with characters we love. And stop trying... Like, it's a video game. No one's going to get confused about, oh, it's not in the MCU... Yeah, because the C in MCU stands for cinematic. Yeah. Now I'm excited for the uh, Marvel video game universe. The MVU. The Mavgoo. Mavgoo. Wait, what? why is there a G? Because video games is two words. Oh my god. Do you you're, spell video games one word? No, you're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> oh, I just I hate it. I feel like, are you a heathen Yes, I am. I'm glad you finally asked. I can reveal myself before non-god <laughs> and all of his demon friends. <laughs> Yay, non-god. The god of appetizer bread. <laughs> It's not just an appetizer, I know. is it? <laughs> it's a, it's a. Have you ever had Ethiopian food? I have, yes. Injera is delicious. I personally liked. I enjoyed injera. I enjoyed what you do with injera, which is scoop up a bunch of delicious, delicious, spicy globs and morsels. Yeah. My fiance did not like it, so I will never have Ethiopian food again. You could go by yourself. No. You know what? One of the greatest experiences you can have. Uh, eating by yourself? Uh, yes, that is one of the greatest experiences you can have. No judgment. Uh, but it's like, act, you, do you like coffee? No. Never mind. Getting a cup of coffee by yourself? No Ethiopian coffee. Oh. It's in like a big clay pot called a jibena. And you pour it on the injera. It's really some of the... <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> you pour it on the injera and it's a sponge bread so it soaks up the coffee. Yeah. How did we go from Spider-Man to Ethiopian food? And quick, easy steps. <laughs> we really did. You hit that circle button, dodge, talking about <laughs> Spider-Man some more. Man, what an incredible quip. Did you see that time when he fought, I don't know, what's a Spider-Man villain? Big Wheel. <laughs> that time he was fighting Big Wheel, and like dodge out of the way, he's like, hey Big Wheel, have you ever had Ethiopian food? Let me tell you, tell you how injera is made. <laughs> What if, hold on, what if Spider-Man got more informative (laughs) and educational to, you know, because he's always been like kind of nervous in uh, in the suit, so he he uses quips to break the tension, but what if instead (laughs) he got really (laughs) teachy? He got, what if, uh, what if instead of quips, he gave, uh, really like sincere, but like, 
he reads the situation wrong and he just like spouts facts and opinions. <laughs> yeah. Like he like dodges out of the way of a fucking laser or whatever. And he's like, you know, one of the greatest experiences you can have dodges out of like a giant spike pit is just a real Ethiopian coffee. See what they, what they do. They get green coffee beans. <laughs> it just becomes an NPR show. They would be so. I would love crime. I would love NPR Spider Man. Yeah, it's on Earth NPR. <laughs> Earth six one six NPR. Yeah. Sigh. Oh wow. Yeah, I just got a notification about how we could add more Dropbox space. <laughs> I keep getting that notification too. I don't know why we, we have plenty of space. No, we don't. We have two gigs. This is all you really need with a rotating amount of files. Let's not talk about this. Yeah, but you know what? I will talk about. We'll talk about a lack of space, <laughs> considering... We're out of time for this episode, and you might be thinking, but the play <laughs> clock doesn't say two hours yet. The play clock only says around 40 minutes. Yeah, we ran out of space this month for some reason. It's almost like we got drunk and talked about Fast and the Furious movies for an hour and a half, eight times. So unfortunately, uh, we're going to have to cut this episode short. But before we go... I would just like to announce, for the very first time on air, you might have seen a tweet about it, you might have seen our Facebook about it, but Zero Credits Podcast is now on Spotify. We are, This is outside of social media plugs because this is important news. And it's for the first time ever, you don't even need an app to listen to Zero Credits Podcast. You can just open up the Spotify browser in your browser browser and t- go to the part where it says podcast, because we do not show up when you type in just for music. <laughs> you gotta actually click on the podcast section, and you have to type zero credits with the parentheses. Oh boy. Otherwise you will not find us. Can we, like, tag it? What do you mean? Like, can we... How are people finding us? Because we have some number of listens. Yeah, we got 38 listeners. Nice. Uh, but that number... That number must have changed. 39 when, nice. I, when I clicked on it. But you can also check out our Twitter or our Facebook page for a direct link so you don't have to be worried or afraid. Yes. And with that, we move into the social media plugs for this week. Oh, it's been a while since I've done a normal one of these. Yeah. No no gimmicks. Let me just shake out the cobs. Shoot straight. So, oh boy. Man, what even is social media? I've been talking about Fast and the Furious for so long. I think I have a little bit of an idea what social media is. Social media goes a little bit something like this. If you want to send us the definition of social media, you can send that to our Twitter at ZCPCWHJ on Twitter.com, which stands for Henry. Zodify, codify, potify, codify, wadify, hotify, jotify. That's right. And if you want to send us your uh, your Audify rebuses, you can send those via email format or just send us a virus at zero credits is a podcast at gmail.com. The world used to be much more afraid of viruses than it is now. Viruses are much less of a thing. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for Zero Credits Podcast in the Facebook search bar, the Facebook boycott has long been lifted because there are worse things to worry about in the world uh we are not plugging twitch until we stream again that's a little bit of self-punishment power game we're playing with ourselves 
And, of course, we are on iTunes in addition to being on Spotify. So if you could like, comment, subscribe, uh, submit to our Patreon. That's how people say for their Patreon. Uh, but do those things on iTunes because iTunes is one of the best ways to get people to listen to the podcast. However, of course, the best way to get people to listen is, of course, word of the mouth. Because it is the only way we can survive. So tell your friends. Tell them the Fast and the Furious episodes are over. To which they'll say, what's that? What are you talking about? You're asking as if I have some kind of pre-existing knowledge and say, don't worry about it. They talk about video games now. (laughs) (laughs) Is that supposed to be the, the rousing endorsement that gets people to listen to us? You have to tell your friends or else we will die. Or... We'll never have any listeners, and we'll keep doing it anyway. I mean, that has... Listeners... The amount of listeners has not stopped us in the past, but it might stop us in the future. (laughs) So get the word out, As long as we both maintain white-collar jobs, the cost of hosting really is never going to be that much of an issue. But it is a slight inconvenience. It is. So as long as you're okay with us continuing to be a slight inconvenience to you, we will absorb the cost. And from... Everyone here at the Zero Credit Studio apartment, we want to wish you, for the first time in eight weeks, a happy week. I'm so glad we're doing normal episodes again. I'm so glad we're not doing any kind of, like, long-form, themed, editing, or conversation-heavy episodes anymore. Me too, John! Yes.